R. Kelly, there was up. If I could turn back the hands of time, if you've just joined us, this is Lifetime Live. I'm Asanda Beta here on SAFM asking, should smokers face possible fines or jail time if found smoking in outdoor public spaces? Call us on 0891-104-207. You can WhatsApp 061-410-4107, SMS 40938. Tweet us at SAFM Radio. So joining us on the line now is Leon Lowe, free market. Foundation Executive Director. Welcome to Lifetime Live, Leon. Hi, Asanda. The listeners, very good to be with you. Don't know if you heard that song there, R. Kelly, if I could turn back the hands of time, which I suppose is what some smokers would be singing, uh, seeing as the <laughs> deadline for comments yeah. is literally tomorrow. So if they've missed out, they will be wishing that they did. Uh, they can indeed turn the, back the hands of time. The control of tobacco products and electronic delivery systems bill, was it given enough time, Leon, for public commentary? I don't think it should even have got to the point of public commentary. Uh, Something like that should never have been considered or conceived. Uh, And let's get something very, very clear. This is not about protecting non-smokers. So whatever anybody's personal concerns are about being subjected to other people's tobacco smoke, like me, a lifelong non-smoker, this bill will make things much worse for non-smokers. This has now reached the point where it is becoming a violation of non-smoker rights. And I'll give you an example of how. Mm. Uh, If you're a non-smoker, you've probably experienced this too. Uh, In uh, the present law, indoor ventilated smoking areas are available to smokers Mm. in factories and in mines and in restaurants and hotels and conference centers and so on. Under this proposal, those will be banned. Mm. That means that smokers now have to walk into so-called public places uh, and there, those of us who have been protected will now not be protected. We will be forced to walk through areas where other people smoke. And this is particularly serious if you're in a lower income group. If you live in, for example, where there are apartment blocks, Hillbrow, Berea, or if you live in a high-density area like, say, Alex Township, Ivory Park, There, you will not be able to find anywhere where you can smoke in a so-called public place, and I say so-called because it's not really a public place, uh, without inflicting your smoke on other people. In other words, to lawfully smoke, you will have to be at least five meters from an entrance or window uh, under this proposal. You would have to be outside a place like Alex Township. There would be nowhere in Alex where you could lawfully smoke, which is why, for example, the Council of Hawkers and Informal Businesses, uh, NAFCOC, the Black Business Organization, and others, have come out against it. It is now becoming a violation of the rights of non-smokers. Now, for example, this, the way to protect a non-smoker is, say, to have a restaurant where smoking is allowed. Mm. Then we know. Then we just go to one where it's not allowed. In other words, if you allow owners to decide... And this bill, by the way, declares private places, like where you and I now are, I'm in a hotel, you're in a a broadcast studio, Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a private place, you're in a private place, a restaurant is a private place, the workplace is a private place. But this bill calls these places public places, which is just simply and obviously nonsense. And it says, for example, just to show you how crazy it is, you can't actually be polite about it. It 
just really stupid, actually. Whoever wrote it is, is uh, you know, I, I want them to challenge me. I want to insult them because they have to be stupid. They can't know anything about English or law. And let me give you an example. What it effectively says is smoking in the workplace is forbidden. So if you're a carpenter, you work by yourself in your own workshop, you will not be allowed to smoke. There can be nobody within kilometers of you. Or you're a farmer who walks into your own milking shed or barn, you will not be allowed to smoke. You're not allowed, it will, you will not be allowed to smoke in a private home uh, now where there's a domestic worker. Now, I have a domestic worker. She's here right now. She works uh, two days a week for a few hours. She smokes. I don't, you see. So she will not be allowed to smoke here because she works here, which is just silly. I mean, I'm the one who should decide whether or not she can smoke in my home, uh, not some silly bureaucrat in Pretoria. So, yes, this is full of really stupid stuff. This has now so gone way beyond the legitimate idea of protecting people uh, from other people's passive smoking, and also uh, way beyond the idea of making people aware of the health implications of lifestyle choices. There are very good reasons to smoke for people who do. For example, it helps them deal with depression or loneliness or social insecurity or concentration problems or drinking or eating problems. There are many, many, many substantial benefits, including yeah. health benefits of smoking. This law now says you may not actually even promote your own mental and physical health if it is promoted by smoking. So it's no longer about health. It's, no, it's now just a massive invasion of personal lifestyle choice and, frankly, happiness. This is now an attack on happiness. Well, attack the Department pleasure. of Health was saying in, in the health space it's trying to cut the country's cancer rate, and we did you know, uh, reach out to them to be a part of this debate, but they uh, will uh, be coming on air next week. Uh, they were not available to engage with us. But it is 20 past one. We need to just take a short break, and I see some callers uh, coming through. Uh, Leon Lowe's Free Market Foundation Executive Director talking to us here on Lifetime Live. Should smokers face possible fines or jail time if found smoking in outdoor public spaces. That's what we're asking. Asking, should smokers face possible fines or jail time if found smoking in outdoor public spaces? Uh, A call from Durban now. Joe, uh, welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much and uh, thank you to Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I sense double standards when it comes to legislation uh, like this year uh, for thing and that. You, you know, um, if I check, uh, the last time I checked, I think cars are producing more smoke than cigarettes. And uh, I think they are doing much more damage than uh, uh, what cigarettes are doing to private lives. So, so for me, I don't think it's something I would support. Well, I'm not a smoker. Uh, but I sense double standards in terms of how things are being done. Even now, you know, uh, in Devon, I've got a piece of land where I'm intending to apply for a family to convert it into a, a business place. Uh, but you find uh, they are saying there's legislation where you can't even pack your trucks in that uh, your own uh, piece of land. That will work. I've got a title due to that. So I feel like government is focusing on things that don't matter and leaving things that are really uh, really make uh, bread and butter. Thank you for your call, Joe. Timothy, you calling us from Houghton. Welcome. Good, morning. Oh, good day, man. Thanks for Hi. taking my call. Look, Pleasure. man, I, I, 
I, for one, really, really think this is a very, very good move because the thing is, you know, I'm one person who has grown under my, you know, someone who smoked. And uh, these are things that really, really affect you, um, uh, you know, on the on the long run. And people who are coming in, I must, I must say, just going back to the, to the other caller you had there, uh, I think it is disrespectful to call people serious sugary stuff. We might um, have, you know, different views, but I think um, it is a platform of, of respect and, and actually referring to other people with respect. Coming back to a point really, really, because what's sickening is that, you know, you see even at our public malls, that um, at the entrances to the malls, it's a public place, but you see some people smoking right by the entrance. You've got your kids there, you've got people who are suffering from, from cheap, uh, maybe, you know, uh, all of this asthma and all that stuff going to the malls. Obviously, when you speak to the securities there, they'll tell that, you know, they can't touch about it. But definitely, we need to start protecting, you know, uh, the non-smokers. So really, really, for me, this is actually just um, something that can, that can show that, you know, the government is serious, the Minister of Health is serious about actually looking at the health of the citizens. Thank you. Are you uh, for it, Timothy, for this law? Sorry? Are you for yes, this I law? Am, I am very, very much for all right. Well, we did try to get the Department of Health to also join us in this chat and they were unavailable. The uh, comments were that they will do the interview next week. We're going to have uh, another view now from the chairperson of the Tobacco Institute of Southern Africa. And uh, this yes. is uh, uh, their view and it's on a WhatsApp n- a voice note. Thanks for your call, Timothy. Let's Thank take a much. listen to Francois van de Merve. As we try and get a hold of... TISA believes that tobacco causes harm to people's health and therefore there should be regulation. We believe the current tobacco regulation in our country works very well, but could be better enforced. We do believe, however, that the proposed draft bill uh, is is very extreme and if it goes through as is, will be one of the most extreme and draconian pieces of legislation in the world. It is a cut and paste job uh, from first world countries um, and it is not evidence-based and it is completely out of touch with the realities in our country. Plain packaging has been in place in Australia for six years and the data there shows that consumption has not come down. Plain packaging will lead to an increase in illicit trade. Uh, the product will be commoditized. All products will look the same. Uh, and that would mean cheaper products. It would mean a price war. It would mean uh, an increase uh, in counterfeiting. Uh, and it would mean uh, an increase in illicit. More than a quarter of our market is already illicit. And no regulation will work as long as more than a million packs of illegal cigarettes are sold in our country on a daily basis uh, at prices as low as five rand per packet. Then a display ban is absolutely ridiculous and no research has been done and no evidence exists anywhere in the world that a display ban reduces consumption. Uh, more, Almost 80% of all cigarettes in our country is sold uh, in the non-organized trade or the informal sector and 80% of that is sold as single cigarettes. Uh, and those are mostly small businesses uh, and many of them do their business from tabletops. How do you ban a legal product uh, if those businesses can not display their products. It is absolutely ludicrous and it is absolutely unenforceable. So display ban will not work. It is extreme uh, and it won't be enforced in any event. A complete public place smoking ban is out of touch of reality. We have seven and a half to eight million adult smokers in this country. They have the right 
to have designated smoking areas and that should remain in place. Then there's a vending ban proposal. How do you wipe out a complete industry that provides jobs and make a living for their families? Uh, and by the way, vending machines as it is can only be placed uh, in uh, establishments uh, where over 18 can go. So there's no uh, rationale in banning, uh, banning the vending industry. Then uh, new generation products or e-cigarettes should be regulated separately from traditional cigarettes because it's a new product. It should be given a chance and more and more voices around the world are going up saying that these products are less harmful and therefore it should be given a chance. So this bill needs to be withdrawn. Uh, the current act is uh, strong enough and it works very well. Uh, on the new bill, the social economic impact assessment that was done uh, is uh, was not impartial. It is inadequate and by its own admission, the department has only uh, consulted with 11 stakeholders out of many, many stakeholders out there. And they also didn't consult with the small business sector, which, uh, which derives about 30% of their income uh, from selling cigarettes. Farmers have not been consulted. TISA has not been consulted. Many of the provisions in the bill are open for and susceptible for legal challenge. Uh, and, and then the rationality of many of these provisions are absolutely uh, out of touch with the realities of our country. Let's get closing remarks now, Leon. We've heard there from Francois from the Tobacco Institute of Southern Africa saying that this is uh, unrealistic. It's extreme. Uh, they prefer the current law uh, instead of this new one. Uh, what are your closing remarks? Yes, well, you know, Timothy said he supports this law, but actually what he said is a reason why he should oppose it, and he might not realize this, because he is already protected by the law from what he says he wants protection from. Making a new law will not bring about enforcement. And Francois, I think, is quite mild. Let's put it very clearly, uh, that uh, people who supply a product should be free to market it, they should be free to offer it to consumers. They shouldn't have to discourage people using their product. They should boldly and proudly provide it. And they never mentioned the benefits of smoking to their consumers. And I would like to see the tobacco industry, Francois and his colleagues, support the dignity and rights and freedom of lifestyle choice of their consumers. And also the people who... Uh, uh, for example, uh, you know, if we want to gather and have a drink while they smoke, uh, they should be free to do that. And in fact, you should be able to have a smoking obligatory restaurant rather than what they are now doing. And Timothy needs to understand he and I, as non-smokers, will be subjected to more smoke now, not less. Because what we need to protect ourselves from smokers is for smokers to be free to smoke where they do not impose their smoke on non-smokers. Let's leave this it there, Leon. We are out of time. That, removes that right from smokers. Thank you again for your time, Leon, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Free Market Foundation Executive Director Leon Lowe, then earlier Francois van der Merwe, Chairperson of the Tobacco Institute of Southern Africa, joining us via WhatsApp voice note. And thanks to the calls that have come through as well. We need to move on to news headlines. Half past one is the time. Uh, and of course, the deadline is tomorrow for submissions of the Control of Tobacco Products and Electronic Delivery Systems Bill. So make your voice heard. Over to you, Utsile.